You are now listening to the Dirty Pigeon Podcast. Get ready to get dirty, my fellow pigeons. Welcome back, people, to the Dirty Pigeon Podcast. Woo! As with me, as always, is my cousin, Polly B. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very exciting to be here once again to uh, be shameless, sort of drunk, and talking to you guys about our crazy thoughts that we have in our heads. Um, and fuck it, you know, there's a lot of things been going on in the world lately, but I don't want to talk about it. I just want to drink and talk. And talk. And talk. And talk. And talk. So, uh, what's going on, man? What 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 is good? What is good in the hood? What is good in the hood? I mean, there was a lot of topics that we could have talked about today, but uh, we decided to just pick two random ones that didn't have anything to do with what the fuck is going on in today's world. Besides Pokemon Go? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was one of them, but <laughs> aside from that, uh, one of the topics we're going to talk about tonight is uh, server tipping. And, Just a uh, tip. <laughs> and uh, the reason I decided to pick, we decided to pick this topic was because um, I was talking to a coworker the other night while I was at work, and uh, the conversation started up about through somebody's Facebook post that they had posted uh, on the timeline when I was, or on the, my newsfeed, and... Uh, they started basically saying that people who are waitresses, waiters, shouldn't complain because uh, of if, if somebody le- leaves no tip or a very low tip, uh, basically because they knew what they were getting into when they applied for the job, meaning they knew that they were going to get paid usually 2 to $3 an hour, roughly around there, and that they were going to basically have to depend on tips to... You know, survive. Some people <laughs> depend on tips to survive. Yeah. So, it's something that is expected, obviously not required, but expected, even though in like some restaurants nowadays, they, they tend to include the tip already in the bill that way. Which is fucked up. To include the tip already? Yeah. Uh, the, the percentage? It's fucked up. You know what? The other day when we went to the comedy club, uh, I saw that they we, were, yeah. But the crazy, the fucked up part to me was that I felt like, they had circled the price and they purposely blocked out the percentage so I would give an extra percentage thinking maybe because I was buzzing that I wouldn't notice but I did notice and I mean I paid 30 some my, my drinks came up 30 some dollars so I mean the, the the percentage they took out was you know a good 4 or 5 bucks I'm like I ain't gonna I mean I'm not gonna fucking yeah. give them an extra tip because I mean that's that's a pretty good percentage already you know 4 or 5 bucks out of the and <laughs> and I mean they took a, I drank as well that night and uh of course I, I drink scotch whiskey whatever and the first whiskey that I ordered and then I had it on the on the um at the bar yeah. which is a pretty common whiskey yeah um and the guy didn't even know what 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 they had and I mean come on come on now come on you do something to tip <laughs> do you really deserve the tip. <laughs> <laughs> but my my coworker, he basically told me that he was a stone cold no tipper, and I started laughing when he said that because I I couldn't believe it. I'm like I'm like, are you serious? So I mean, you're telling me that if you have a a, a waiter or a waitress that you know has excellent gives you excellent service, you're not gonna tip them at all. <laughs> and he looks at me with a straight face and he says, no. I don't tip them at all. He says, the only reason why I ever might tip a waiter or waitress is because my wife gets so pissed off at me when we go places that, you know, I basically have her tip for me. But I don't tip. If I go out to a restaurant and I'm with a group of friends, I'm not tipping for shit. I don't care if it's excellent service or poor piss service. I'm not giving no tip no matter what. And I'm just like thinking, why the fuck not? And he basically breaks it down to me and tells me that, uh, one of the reasons why he doesn't tip is because, you know, which is, it's kind of a petty excuse, but he basically said, oh, well, you know, I don't know how much they make. So, you know, certain restaurants are more high end restaurants. You know, they could be making $15 an hour for all you know. You know, you don't know. We don't know. Right. You don't know the exact wage. It varies throughout different restaurants, depending on what kind of restaurants yeah. you go to. Yeah. Especially nowadays, they try to move towards, you know, something more like, oh, they already include the percentage in there. Or if not, 
they they try to move to just a regular wage like us. You know, they might they might pay you know somebody. Twelve, thirteen dollars an hour, regardless of what they're gonna make, because they know that some people aren't gonna tip. But, mm. but, uh, I thought that was kind of a poor piss excuse. Uh, I think it's poor up. excuse to 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 not tip the the waiter or waitress. But then he goes on to say that he believes that tips are more of a donation. That 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 he shouldn't have to give his hard earned money <laughs> to somebody who could have easy who knew what they were getting into and they didn't like that job they could have got a different job and it's it's a valid point you know I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's it's a ridiculous point because it's it's pretty valid but for somebody like me that you know grew up and other people that grew up you know tipping waiters because it's an act of courtesy it's just a cur- the courteous thing to do just like yeah. them serving you and giving you good service is the courteous thing to do because. You know, they expect a tip. So, I mean, could you imagine? <laughs> I was telling him, I'm like, could you imagine if if I'm the waiter and I'm giving you excellent service and I'm thinking, you know, yes, it's not, re- in the back of your head, yeah, it's not required to give a tip, but you're expecting to receive a tip, especially if it, if it was a, if it wasn't a busy night and you're giving extra attention to that table and you're thinking, oh, I, I know I'm going to get a tip because I did it at least in their eyes. At best, I mean, at worst, a decent job. I still did a decent job because it was slow. I was able to give them everything they wanted. I never missed them. You know, anytime they needed a refill, I would just pour it. You know, everything is good. And for them to come back and start cleaning up the table and then realize that this motherfucker didn't give him any tip. It's like, are you fucking serious? The look on their face has to be priceless. I even told them, I was like, dude, I'm... I hope that one day I run into you at a restaurant and I'm just, record I'm just gonna watch this shit, how it unfolds. I'm, I'm gonna see that you're not gonna give up any tip and I just wanna like lean over from the booth and be like, let me see what they're gonna say. And just pull out my phone and just record their expression. I guarantee you it's gonna be like a what the fuck kind of expression <laughs> because that's this is love man i mean uh, yeah <laughs> i think i i can understand his point however it's fucked up uh and uh most of the not, not saying everybody but most of the waiters and you know, waitresses uh in the industry that I, like they call it the industry um a lot of them are students a lot of them, like college students, right. uh, they don't they don't have like the the, uh, the time to have a full time job because of course they have they have between twelve and twenty one credits, and they because they're pursuing a career they're trying to be professionals to help you in something whether being doctors, or lawyers, uh, whatever you name it, right? right? Yeah, teachers, fucking writers, whatever, uh, to make your life easier, to make your life more interesting, and then. Uh, it's kind of fucked up. Uh, my sister was a waitress. <laughs> my sister was a waitress. Right now, she's uh, going to her master's, and hey, she needed them. She needed the, the the tip money, right? And and sometimes she got you know good tips. Sometimes she didn't, right? And, right. and it's necessary. However, no every server is um, or waitress or wait or waiter is uh, entitled to that tip. If you're a fucking asshole and you're being a fucking cunt or or whatever uh, to me and and, I, and I'm eating at your place or where you work at, I'm not gonna fucking tip you. Why? I mean, yes, you have you have a you have a, a fucking salary or wage or whatever of three bucks, and that sucks. Honestly, it's, it's low. It's, but uh, if you know that your tip relies on you being nice, you being polite, you being like helpful, you being there. Um, and I know everybody got has like bad nights. However, if you're being a fucking asshole and you don't even apologize, you might get like one, two bucks for us a tip, or maybe right. none. And I have like one or two experiences that honestly they haven't had uh, left any tip because they're fucking dicks, they're fucking assholes, and uh, and it's gonna be really, really bad. One time I went to a restaurant, a steak a steakhouse restaurant, um, and the waitress forgot about me. Give me the order wrong. Uh, when she came up with uh, <clears throat> with a plate of fries that she forgot, she was like, "Oh, here's the fries." She threw the fries on the table. Like I had fries all over the fucking table of, of the place, <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" And then she tells me she had like music going on on her, like you know the thing, the um, thing they use to put like the uh, apron. Yep. Yeah. 
And she had like a like, a, like a, her cell phone going on Are with music serious? with music. And then you know what you know what she tells me that she's deaf. <laughs> Bro, I, yeah. I I don't even know what to feel, to feel like like bad or sad. No, you can't or feel mad. bad. Are you fucking serious? She has music on. I know, she, I know. And then, then I'm like, are you fucking serious? And she, you know what? The the the, the fries are on me. I'm like, no, you know, the, the, don't don't worry about it. And I tipped her. Uh, like the tab was for me only over thirty bucks, and I like give her like four or five bucks. Uh, and man, but come on now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you're fucking uh, working and you need to listen to people's orders, don't be fucking playing music. You know, give something good. Give some give some um, nice service uh, because that's your fucking job, man. That, yeah, right. You, you cannot mess up, you know, having a smile and being polite or just apologizing for a fucked up order or for, you know... For people waiting a long time for their refill. Right. And the same thing with fucking bartenders, dude. They're always <laughs> bitching about the fucking tips on, on the social media. No, they, if you're going to the bar, you, you should bring tip money. No, bitch. No, asshole. I don't have to. I can give you a tip, but if you're fucking seeing me that I've been raising my hand for 25 minutes and you are just like fucking around t talking to your fr bartender friends... And you're just ignoring the shit out of me. You won't get tip. Yeah, yeah. Why should I get you give you tip? I mean, you're not giving me the service that I deserve. I come into your place, sponsor a place. Usually, I bring friends or bring a date or something to be able to consume at your, you know, what you work at so you can <laughs> get paid. And you're being a fucking cunt. So no, fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that for 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 the bartenders, um, the thing is. It, it you have a little bit more responsibility because when you're a bartender you're running the bar i mean especially if you're the one person in that bar or one of two bartenders yeah. you're literally running a section of that bar so if if you're not taking you know taking a a look around to see what customers are were there first that's one thing i cannot tolerate is when a bartender is making drinks and then they serve somebody right And then th th that person leaves, and maybe that person was closer to the bartender where they're serving at than you were, right? But you're still in your spot, and they, they know that you're there. And then somebody new comes and takes the other person's spot that they just left, which is fine. You know, it's absolutely understandable. But as the bartender, you need to be keeping track of that because what happens is, and, and this is where I just walk away. I go to the, a different bar if, if there's another bar in that same club. I'll just go to the next bartender. I'm like, fuck that. They're not getting any of my money. They can suck my dick. Hell no. If you can do a simple task as to keeping track of who's next, I'm like, hell no. You already don't deserve any of the tip money, so I'm just not even going to bother, you know, wasting any of you know each other's times here. But I've been at the bar where th that happens. You know, the person orders their drink that was there before me, orders their drink. They leave. The next person walks in there. And then that same bartender goes to that same spot and, and gets the next person. And I'm, I'm sitting there like, like so when am I next? You know what I mean? Like, hell no. Like, I don't, tolerate, I don't, I don't sit there and wait for that shit. When The minute that shit happens, I, I walk away and go to the next bartender or to the next bar if they have one in that club. Um, I they had no tolerance for that shit. And then, like, another thing is with the bartenders... Is when they try to over overcharge you for bullshit because they think you wasted, so they can throw in an extra few drinks. And I mean, I'm not gonna mention the club where it happened to, but you you know you saw that night we were having a good time. Yeah. I'm ordering we were shots, dancing, yeah. And, and and all of a sudden, this guy doubles up on every shot that I took. He says that I took an extra Captain Morgan bomb shot and a, a two extra Patron shots and another shot of this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, listen, dude, I, I've only had a couple drinks tonight. The, the, literally the shots that I've taken and I are the ones that I've been drinking because I have to drive I'm driving everybody you know what I'm saying so th this guy you know he probably thought because he saw me dancing on the floor that I was like really loose you know like oh you know drunk buzzing and when yeah when he's trying to close that side of the bar down he's trying to charge me like all these extra drinks and I'm like no 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 I'm like I didn't take these drinks and I, and I even had y'all there with me like to, yeah. to back this up and then he's like no no you did and I'm like when You tell me when then. Like, I'm like, you know what? This camera's here. Let's, let's pull them up there. I'll wait. And then he saw that the owner was standing right by. So then he eventually kind of backed off a little bit. But uh, initially, he was arguing back with me. Like, no, these are the drinks you ordered. I'm, How are you going to tell me? 
I, if you're gonna charge me for these drinks, you better at least give them to me. Yeah. I have no, I have no problem paying for them, but don't fucking make up drinks that I haven't drank or that none of my friends have taken, and then you know you're gonna charge me for. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Bro. So, so then like the the, end of the worst part was. This, this is the only time I didn't tip anybody. I, this is the first and one that I can remember that I've never tipped nobody because the service was that bad. He, in the middle of him arguing, while he realizes that his own, uh, his boss is right next to me, like coming up, like starting to watch this unfold, he just rips the receipt out of my hand and just like changes it, you know, with a bad attitude. And I'm just like, hell no, he just didn't do that shit, right? So when he gives me my shit back, I didn't tip him at all. I didn't even feel the slightest bit bad about it. Hell no. Like, you're not going to fucking disrespect me. Like, you're going to rip the receipt out of my hand because, why? Because you, you don't want to argue no more because your boss is right there? I, I would just tell him, like, the can't, we got this video footage. Let's pull this shit out. Let's tell your fucking yeah. boss to pull this up. In this, in this situation, you know, when if he were to apologize and say, you know what? You know, it was my bad. I'm sorry. You know, it's a busy night or why not? Then maybe, perhaps... Right. You can tip, you know, a few bucks. Right, right. But if you've been an asshole about it, you know, like, man, fuck you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, I'm sure that the bar, the, there is legit bartenders that run into an issue where somebody that might be a little too drunk might say, oh, I didn't pay for that, you know, type of shit. And, you know, you might see situations like that, but I wasn't drunk. I was, I was, I wasn't even buzzing because those were only like, what, two shots that I had that whole night because I was driving. We had just finished recording. Yep. The night before we went out, that was the night that uh, you know we had Marie, Sammy, yep. and everybody. We all went out together, and then you know he's gonna try to pull that shit on me. Like, nah, you guys are crazy. It's you crazy. guys are crazy. I was like, it's I'm not paying, up, paying you shit. But bartenders and, and people from the in- industry out there, you are not entitled to your to your um, tip unless you earn it. It's like me for it's like me and you. If we don't go to work, we ain't gonna get paid. Right, right, right. If 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 you don't do your job, you are not getting paid. If you're not bringing your best, the best out of you to make people comfortable, happy, bringing them the best service, you might get not not get tip, or maybe you're gonna get a small tip. And everybody wants a big tip. Um, the big tip, yeah, big tip. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's it's, it's, like a, it's it's a it's a work e- it's a work ethic. You know, if you don't go to work, you won't get paid. If you have asked your job, you won't get paid or maybe you might get in trouble. And I know about this shit. So do your shit, do your job, try to excel at it. If you cannot, let, let the people know, you know what, having a bad night. And we're humans. People understand. So, of course, there are people out there that are assholes, straight fucking assholes. And they won't, like, they, they, they won't care. They don't care if you're a student. They don't care if you have three jobs and that's your third one. And you're working like 18, 18 uh, hours a day. You have three kids and whatnot. But hey, you just go out there, do your best, and earn the shit of that. Because, and especially in this country, when a lot of people say that, oh no, I don't believe in handouts. Oh, you don't believe in handouts? Then fucking work for your fucking shit. Honestly. Right, right. Right? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, speaking of, of that, I've, I was telling my, to, to the service defense, uh, I went and I told my boy, the one that, that or my coworker, the one that <laughs> say he's a stone cold no tipper. He, uh, I told him, I said, like, you know what? What they should do in restaurants for people like you is um, <laughs> they should have a pamphlet sitting out on the table, right? <laughs> and, and and it should just be like a tipper, no tipper, right? And you have to check that box off. And depending on which box you know you check, if you're a tipper, then you'll get service. If you check no tipper, you won't get any fucking service. Meaning, if you want to fucking order something, you'll have to go to the fucking cook yourself, you know, where everybody, all the other waiters, you know, go to put in their order and give them the piece of paper with all the shit that you want. Pick up your own fucking drinks. Pick up your own fucking refills. Get your own fucking forks and napkins and all this BS. And then... Makes sense. And and, and he said, I had no problem with that. I'm like, I'm not trying to be an asshole about it. I'm like legit... You know, this should be a legit thing. Because if you're not going to give any tip, why should somebody waste their fucking time on giving you any service? True that. Not, and like I said, it's not required. But for the good waiters and waitresses out there that good that do give excellent service, yeah. they shouldn't have to put up with that shit, man. That's true. Yeah, that's that's fucking agree. BS. You know what yeah. I mean? 
And, and same thing with bartenders. You know, the, another story at that same club. But the, <laughs> the, uh, with a bartender. But see, this, this, this she was pretty clever about it, and and I, and I knew who she was, and and I wasn't mad about it because I'm like, you know, she she pulled a pretty good hustle move, even though I didn't realize what she was pulling. Because in Toronto, when I've when I've been out when, uh, to the nightlife there, and I've been offered shots, or they've offered, oh, you know, take a shot with me. It's complimentary, like it's on them. You yes, know what true. I mean? And it happens in, in Toronto, which is a big party place. It happens a lot, you know. So I, I would assume that other big big cities, you know, it probably happens a lot. You know, the bartenders they're very friendly, very outgoing. They, it's on them. You know, it's fine. <laughs> this, this girl, though, I, I hadn't seen a few of friends that I used to work with for a long time, and and um, I bought a round of shots for everybody. So I mean, it was already bad enough that. They all wanted to take like a shot of like the crown apple or something like that. So that's all right. It's the, not bad. The, it, you know, w- between the five shots, it was like thirty-five bucks or some shit like that. All right. So then she says, "How about we do another one, you and I, um, you know, together?" And I was like, "Okay, cool, yeah, yeah, that's fine." So in my head, with the Toronto mentality, I thought that she it was going to be on her. Assuming, yeah, I still oh, wrong. she didn't. No, she charged me for the shots. Both. Even her shot. Oh my god, that's fucking dirty. When she gave me the bill though, and I saw that it was like forty something dollars, I was like, "Oh shit, this girl got me good, right?" But I didn't say nothing because I knew her, and and I should have asked. It was my fault for not asking. And at the same time, y'all can't be mad at her. You know what I'm saying? She she didn't. She was very vague about it. She was just like, "Let's do another shot together." So she asked. You know. It wasn't like she was like pouring her stuff. Like, yeah, let's do another one with me now. True. You know, right, right, right. so I wasn't mad, and I still gave her a tip on top of all that. Um, so I mean, it, it, I mean, it, I, I don't mind spending the money, but you have to be a, you have to be good at it. And you know, and in that moment, and that you have to, case, and, there, and your money, in that case in point, she hustled it pretty good. I mean, think about it. That's her job. She had to make money for the club and herself. So I mean, she did it in a perfect way. I mean, I don't, I don't think I wouldn't say she took advantage. I just think she she just worded it perfectly, you know. Yeah. She knew she maybe she knew what she was doing, maybe not. But uh, I I thought it was pretty clever move, and, and I, I couldn't be mad at that. I was like, you know what? I can't even be mad smart. at that. I was like, you smart. <laughs> you smart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good, man. <laughs> but uh, now getting into the next topic here, this one was a little bit of a a changer, but. Uh, we decided we were going to take out... It is out. a change. Yeah, it is a change. It is a change. <laughs> After talking about, you know, a little bit of nightlife and bartenders life. and drinks and people being assholes and cunts, <laughs> we are going to... Well, we're still going to keep somewhat of that mood, but we're moving on to... Um, and I, I don't want to say the word first because if you're going to be like tuning out like, wait, what? You're going to talk about this? No. So we decided we were going to take pieces of... Um, uh, the rules of life, I guess, depending on how you grew up, about, uh, you know, whether you grew up as a Christian or as a Muslim or, you know, listening, you know, or if you believed in the philosophy of Buddha and whatnot, we decided to take, uh, go into, like, their ten, their commandments, you know, for example, you know, you have in Christianity, the Ten Commandments, and then, uh, in Islam, you have... Islam, you have, like, uh, I don't know, there's, what they call them, the commandments or whatever. Yeah, there are uh, commandments. I don't know if, if we have any Islamic uh, listeners, uh, which probably you will be very offended by now. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I've been listening to your show the whole time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, uh, the first time, the first uh, time that I looked up, this, they say five, but now I have. I'm in a page right now that says ten. Oh, there's ten. There's ten. And yes. then, and then we also have. We're going to be talking about the Buddha, the the Buddhist philosophy here. And I'm going to touch a little bit about ancient Egypt. So it's yeah, gonna, you know, of course, we're going to go back and forth on this. And basically, what we're going to do is just try to relate. To how no matter what religion you decide you to are, choose, you, you are a sinner. You're a born sinner regardless. You, you <laughs> women, you men, you whoever you are that doesn't even know what's your gender. If you're listening to us, you will know today, and I'm pretty sure you know already, that you're a fucking sinner. No matter what. And dirty, dirty, dirty bastard. <laughs> dirty bastard. Alright, I'll start this one off. We'll, we'll, I'll do the, the Christianity one first. Um, here. I mean, this one, this this one, this one. Everybody knows. It's uh, thou shalt not, or thou shalt have no other gods before me. So, 
if <laughs> if you've ever been somebody that that believed in, in Greek mythology, like legit believed in Greek mythology, you already fucked up. <laughs> if you were somebody that believed in one more than one religion, you fucked up. <laughs> if you let any other religion or any other um, um, idol influence your life, you fucked up. Yeah. Basically, if you ever called anybody a god other than God and you legit... Like, literally believed what you just said. You're fucking you fucked up. up. Yeah. Uh, the, ne- the next one is... Uh, well, I'm going to skip some of these because I don't think some of these are really... We'll go to the third one here. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Or, you know, damn right. Motherfuckers always say, I swear to God, I do this, I do that shit. We don't have to talk about that shit. You know, that's fucked up. <laughs> You were sitting right there. <laughs> I saw a guy with beat your ass. <laughs> uh, I mean, we use that. It's, it's an everyday thing a lot of people use. Guilty as charged. Uh, so, I mean, shit. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You guys, you know, damn well if you listen to this show, you fucked up. <laughs> Let's be real. If you listening to this fucking podcast right now, you know damn well that on a Saturday... You don't keep that shit holy. No. Especially no. if you're going out. Saturday Saturday nights in fucking <laughs> Omaha that I've been here. In Puerto Rico when I went out. In fucking Toronto we went out. Fucking Buffalo. No. People. Uh, Texas. I've seen some shit. And Sabbath is... is it's, not, it's not the holiest day or the most pure day. It's the fucking probably most dirty, low... Ratchety. Yeah, that's probably the ratchetiest day of the week. Day of the week. Everybody goes out. Friday, mean, when you go out on a Friday night... You're like some 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 weeks and get packed. When you go on a Saturday night, it always gets packed. Where you and go. then and then <laughs> to keep with your filthiness of being a fucking depraved motherfucker, you go to brunch. And what is brunch? It's a fucking excuse to keep drinking. <laughs> Either both Bloody Marys or mimosas. You speaking out of experience, all right? I'm, hey, I'm a sinner. <laughs> and you know what? The first step to admitting your flaws. I mean, t- I mean, the first step to you know to progress. From your flaws is admitting them, and I, I'm a sinner. I'm a, hey, my favorite restaurant in Omaha is fucking Sinful Burger. I mean, pff, come on now. Yeah, it's about sins. Yeah, I mean, shit. Shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, and then the people that say, "Oh well, uh, I don't believe, I don't believe that." I mean, uh, Sundays when I go to church, well, you know what? It still fucking doesn't matter because guess what? If you go on a Saturday night, it cross all, it crosses over into Sunday, homie. So, <laughs> you still fucking sinning, <laughs> regardless of how you want to word this shit. So, it's supposed to be Saturday, that is, the, the, they're talking about keep it holy. You know damn well you're not keeping that shit holy. Hey. And you sure as hell ain't keeping it holy at the end of the night, <laughs> which is if 2 you, o'clock in the morning if, on if, Sunday. If you're fucking with someone that you're no, you ain't married with, you are a fucking sinner. And you got him. Yeah. You got him. And that's Saturday. <laughs> hey. uh, I'm going to skip to some some of these because it's pretty obvious. You know, thy father and thy mother, thou shalt not kill. I mean, that's, that's obvious. Thou shalt not commit adultery. You know, damn motherfucking well. <laughs> like he just said, if you're sleeping with somebody else's uh, significant, you know, well, I guess, you know, we're not going to say significant other. You literally have to be married for this one. Uh you know, damn, what you're doing wrong. If you're sleeping with somebody significant other, you know you're still fucking up. Still, but... Morally. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you know, according to the commandment, if you're doing it to somebody's wife, you know you fucked up. <laughs> thou, sh- thou shalt not steal. <laughs> um, you know, don't, don't steal some, your neighbor's pussy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Some, some of these are kind of vague, because, I mean... Thou shalt not steal, especially in today's age. You can use that into a lot of things. People, people say you're stealing, you're stealing my shit, you're stealing this, you're stealing my style. I mean, we don't know. What, what, what is stealing now? Anytime somebody else is rocking the same shit, people automatically assume they're stealing my style. Well, let, let, <laughs> let's go to the most important things in life. Let's, uh, yeah, okay, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say, like, with your significant other, if you're, like, stealing Steal your, money. Steal money. Steal, you know, the cars of somebody else. If you if you're stealing something from someone that worked their way to what they had or they have, and you took from them, that's fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> and, and, and you know, it's it's not only fucked up in the sense of religion; it's fucked up in the fucking common sense of being a human being. <laughs> I mean, if somebody worked their ass out, they went through college, and and they, you know, 
put their assets to work and, you know, ass to the ground, whatnot, and they got a nice car, a nice house, and a fucking 70 inches fucking TV, you go to their house and you steal from them, you steal their car, that's fucked up, man, because they worked their ass off for that, and you have the same chances, maybe not, but you could do something with your life better than fucking beneficiating from, you know, somebody else's, like, hard work. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> Uh, the other ones I won't go through. I mean, uh, self-explanatory. Um, we'll go. We'll go to real quick to the Buddhism. It'll, it'll be the 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 four noble truths they say. Right. Some of these I'll just reference. Some of them we'll actually talk about. And so the first four, the first of the four noble truths is the truth of suffering, which is uh, suffering comes in three forms: old age, sickness, and death. Yeah. Motherfucking right. You ever get the motherfucking swine flu? That shit is no bueno. <laughs> that shit make you feeling sick as shit. You suffering like a motherfucker. But I, I, have to disa- I have to disagree with one. Death. That when if you're, you're not really suffering in death. You fucking die. You, you don't know that. When you when you die, you die, man. What is you, if you're dying, though? If you know you're going to die. Let's, let's say, for example, um, people that get diagnosed with terminal cancer. Right. Uh, and... They, the doctor tells them, you have two months to live. You know you're going to die. You know death is at the doorstep. Yeah. You will suffer. And you know what's, what's even worse than that? That the people you love, the people who care about you, know that you will die. So death is there with you. It's, it's in the same room every day just watching you for the exact time that you're going to say, you know what? That's it. So you're dying... And that is, I think that was uh, Buddhism means by that, you know. And it's painful seeing a, a, a person die slowly. Uh, it's painful, and, and and fuck, you know, that person is no longer gonna be there. And I think that's the pain that they try to like well, explain. Well, see, now you got brought a good point. Maybe, maybe they meant suffering and death to seeing somebody else die because when you when but the thing, cause the thing is when you die you're dead you're not gonna feel shit you're dead that's the reason you, you're no longer your pulse is no longer beating you're dead you as a person if you're dead you're not gonna feel shit now if they would have said you're dying you know while you're dying you know there's suffering there sure but maybe in death they meant seeing somebody like, witnessing the death you know like yeah if, if it's somebody close to you yes it's gonna cause suffering so yeah I get it there uh, second one, the truth of the origin of suffering, which is three roots for the origins of suffering is greed and desire, ignorance or delusion, hatred and destructive urges. Holy shit. I mean, that's... that's it means that if you're uh, stupid, you're a fucking sinner. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, this, this, shit, this shit is pretty clear cut, especially in today's world. I mean, greed and desire. You know how many people always talk about how they want more and more and more and more and, and they just can never settle. And I'm not saying that when, when you get to a certain point, you should study, you should always want to progress. But I think that the way that the society has a pain in now is like, oh, well, you know, I fucking, you know, I make 50000 now. S- say tomorrow you got a promotion for, and you made sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 a year. Like, oh, I'm give you a salary. You made to what? To major? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Colonel. I'm just saying, if they give you a promotion, right? This is just, you know, theoretically speaking. Yeah. Would would you be like, well, I don't ever need another promotion again? That's fucking bullshit. Because like, you know damn well when you get that money, you're gonna be like, how can I find a way to make more? True. And, and I think that's how people try to measure success nowadays. Is basically, well, how much do you make? You ever notice that? Or, or what do you have? One of, one of the questions is when you meet somebody, it's like, where do you work? Where do you work how at? much do you make? What do you work at? It's yeah. like, that's the most common so questions. What's up, man? It's like that's really fucked up. Because check this out. I guarantee you that. Whatever you you answer them with, that's how the, that's how they'll start looking at you. If I told them that I, I work at Walmart, you know, I make at best twenty four thousand dollars a year, I guarantee you they wouldn't look at me with the same respect and admiration as if I said, "Yeah, I'm a doctor and I make uh, two hundred thousand dollars a year." You know what I mean? You see the difference there. You know the the reaction that you would experience then would also be different. And they, it's they, true. They might be like. Oh, I work at Walmart. Oh, okay. Right. And it, versus, oh, I'm a doctor. I make 200 grand a year. Oh, really? What, what, what kind of doctor are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, oh, hey, my God. All up I, in your ass about it. And I can it. tell you right now. <laughs> and I can tell you right now. Okay. So, um, I have used dating sites and, like, Tinder. You know, we've all been there. You know, we like <clears throat> Tinder, Brown, you know, what it is and whatnot. 
And or just like going out. When right. I go out, uh, I introduce myself because that's what I am. Right. I'm a writer. Right. Oh, you're a writer. So did you have something published? No. And 99% of the time, when I said no, they're just like, okay, cool. And that's it. That, that's the conversation. Right, right. Because they know this writer doesn't have anything published. They're broke. Because writers don't make money like people think that they make, right? However, when I say that I work at my other job that I'm going to mention, uh, so they ask, oh, so what do you do there? So I work at this place doing this and that. Oh, really? And then it's like you say, you know, depending on what their perception of success is, which is like a very general in right, this right. capitalist uh, society, they will have a different reaction about it. Also, the way you dress. If you dress with a fucking suit and a white shirt and a fucking tie uh, and you go to a club, people are going to assume because you can afford that kind of clothing that you are like successful. However, if you're going to fucking t-shirt and, a, and jeans, ah, uh, you know, whatever, maybe, perhaps, but not really. Yeah. I think, you know, it depends. For that one, I think it would depend. I, if, yeah, a lot of people would, would assume that. But for me, like, seeing, like, the kind of shit, especially if you go out a lot, seeing the kind of shit that you see, there's a lot of people that try to act like they're really flashy at the club, and then you see where they live, you see what they drive, it's like, nah, it's it doesn't reflect It doesn't reflect the same thing. And yeah. that, no, there's nothing wrong with that, but it is something wrong in terms of, like, what you're trying to, what that person is trying to make other people perceive what's, when they're at the what's club. The projection? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the thing is, if you're driving... Some shitty ass car that's you know rusted up. It's not very well taken care of, and then you're living in some like shitty ass apartment. But you're at the club in the VIP section with a suit on, spending bottles every weekend. You can make a very general assumption that that person's priorities are fucked up. Because <laughs> I'm thinking like, if you can afford three, four hundred dollar bottles, and you can't afford a fucking you know what I mean? You can't afford something else to, to, to do a repair in your car or anything like that. But you can afford everything else. I'm just like, oh, hell no. Nah. You know what I mean? That's just... I, my, my perception of that is... You either... I mean, I don't know. You know, it's, it's really hard to explain that because there's some people that live for that shit. I mean, there's yeah. people that live for the club. That, that's what they, that's what they work all weekend for. You know, all, all week for. I mean, to, is to look forward to that weekend. And it's kind of sad that that that's that's the only expectations or, or goals that they have. It's like I'm I'm working hard as hell just just to get this paycheck and blow it all off on the weekend at some random ass club to meet some random ass bitches. And, and whatever, like, okay, you know, and, and that's cool, that's you, but I mean, I think I'm a little older than that, my mind's a little older than that, I don't need to be fucking focusing on, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that I won't go stupid ape shit and buy, <laughs> you are dollars at a VIP <laughs> in a club in Toronto, because I have, <laughs> we have, but um, I certainly uh, wouldn't do it every fucking weekend. <laughs> Because um, we can. That's why. <laughs> we can. I'd be real broke. Man, about my... <laughs> um, uh, so, okay. <laughs> Ignorance or delusion. That, I think that is you. Yeah, Just that covers, heard me. That covers, that, that covers that. And then hatred and destructive urges, Donald Trump. That's, when I, <laughs> that's what I think of when I hear hatred and destructive urges. Um, <laughs> the truth of cessation of suffering. Liberate one from attachment. I, I think this one is a really important one because I've heard this one since I was like in high school. When I first heard it, it always stuck to me. It was the fact that if you have less, you'll suffer less, you know? So if, if you, if you take away yourself from, you know, all these materialistic things and, and even <clears throat> if you really want to break it down to, to the bare minimums, if you didn't attach yourself to people, period, you would suffer less. Why? Because Think about it. If you, if if you weren't close, say if you weren't close to your parents at all, right? Theoretically mm -hmm. speaking, and you didn't talk to them years, you didn't even see them. You were like, say you were here, you just didn't talk to them ever, and you never, maybe you never had a good relationship with them, and then all of a sudden they die, right? Would you feel as bad as if you were really close to them all your life, yeah. and they were always there in your life, and all of a sudden they're gone? You would suffer a lot more that way because why? Because you. Oh, we saw them. You were so used to seeing them and sharing so much time with them, and all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. 
Yep. You know, and that's part of life. You know, people suffer. Now I'm not saying, oh, well, shit, I need to suffer less. Maybe I shouldn't be as, as attached to my parents. No, no, no. I mean, if you already have a good relationship with your parents, then you might as well keep it that way. I mean, it's no, it's too late now, right, <laughs> to, to try to make things the opposite. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you didn't, not to say, well, good, you know, like, oh, I never had a good relationship with my parent. Good, because now when they die, I won't have to feel as bad. No, I'm not saying that either. But what I'm saying is you'll suffer less if, if you're attached, if you're attached, so if you're not as attached to people. Yeah. And, 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 and same thing with materialistic things, just things like that in general. And, you know, it, it's sad that it has to be that way, but that's what it is. And I always thought that that was an interesting one because, man, it is true. I mean, if you... If you just if you break your iPhone, you'll yeah. suffer because you want another one, and you can. Yeah, but if you like just that. stop caring about shit if, like exactly, that, exactly, yeah, then that you wouldn't suffer as much. Things that don't really matter. I mean, yeah. uh, I think uh, human beings have um, they have an amazing capability of loving, and, and and it's amazing. But they have like a cap. Yeah, yeah. So if you filled your shit with fucking materialistic things, with material things like nice cars, big houses, iPhone 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever, uh, you're going to suffer a lot more than fucking uh, loving and filling those places with people. Because, yes, you know, when you lose someone that you love and you care about, you will suffer. But for, usually from the suffering comes something better. Or something good, or something that you that makes you feel alive. That's like you know what I'm human. That I don't want people to suffer from this experience that I have with this person. Let me do something good for them. Right, right. I mean, when you fucking lose your two fifty k car or whatever you lose, that you know it's materialistic. That can be replaced. You can work your way up there again, or do something, or not even that. Uh, it's just material. People cannot be replaced, and you need to treasure and value those moments that you have with with, with, with people. Right, right, right. Um, and and yes, it hurts and it sucks. And you know, when when you break up, when you when your family one of your family dies and whatnot, it, it's bad. However, you gotta be grateful for for those things that that for that for those people that were in your life at the same time and place that you were living on this earth, because. It make you it make you the, the way you are right now. Right. You can have a Ferrari, and guess what? There are like ten thousand more Ferraris in the world. <laughs> your fucking uh, spouse that died, your mom, your dad. There's only one of those. There's just one, and that's it. So that's this. This is the suffering of being attached to a to a person rather than a fucking car or house or money. It's not the same, and, and you know it's painful and whatnot. But money and Things that you can touch and like, they, they don't feel anything, it, they, they can be replaced. People right. cannot. So just treasure those things. I guess that that's another like way of seeing things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fourth one I'll skip because. Uh, I, I get too deep there, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a, it, it just goes to the A4 path, um, which we'll skip over that one. Well, Little Karma is the one that I wanted to talk about, and it's. Um, a lot of people like to use this shit, and it, and it kind of pisses me off because it's like you have people that were that were born into a certain religion, but they use karma like it, like if it was always part of a religion that you they fu- have. You fucking hoe! Yeah. Karma's gonna fuck you in the ass. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, but wait, 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 wait! But you're Catholic, so what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's very much. I think karma is very much related to pop culture. I mean, people people like to nitpick at certain things in religion and say like, "Oh yeah, that's always, that's that's something that I always believed in." Like, no, you didn't, bitch. You you just picked that shit up from some reality TV show that you saw and you heard the word and you probably looked it up. You know, oh my god, yeah, I definitely believe. You know what really gets me? You know what really gets me? <laughs> is they fucking when when they tattoo or they post on the fucking Instagram or Facebook the the verses from the Bible, oh. uh, Philippians. 3.16 or whatever and I'm like okay so you're following one (laughs) out of thousands and thousands words you're just and and, 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 uh, ways of life from the bible you're following one and you're basing your whole life on just that one verse verse and and as a writer a verse is nothing (laughs) a verse is nothing what about the other stuff? I mean, you you think that you're the best person, the best like the, the the model, the role model human being because you tattoo something on your fucking underarm or you have it on your fucking Facebook and whatnot? 
But then you're fucking... Your flaws are all over there. You're corrupting the whole fucking shit of the writings, the scriptures. Yeah, yeah. Like, so what is the logic here? Yeah. I mean, I mean, all of us are going to be sinners. I mean, we're going to be disrespecting some some form of way or, or whatever. Of, I'm the of, dirtiest one of them all. So, uh, of, uh, of the religion. So, I mean, I, I think, I've, I think uh, to, their, to those people's defense, I think that <laughs> they're just trying to save some money and ink to writing the whole the whole line but i think um you know like a lot of us like for example when i was in uh victory boxing and it's a faith-based boxing club they used to have the philippians um i don't remember which one to be honest but it, it I, I can i have remember the quote is i can do all things through god who strengthens me right True that. Philippians something I don't remember. So yeah, and I, I don't, you know I don't read the Bible. Like and that. you know what? And my mother, but, and my mother gave me a, a coffee, a coffee mug. Yeah. With that, the, with a quote on the rim of the fucking cup. And you know, and you know, thanks, mom, because of that, and I appreciate that. But, dude, <laughs> I barely pray, and you know the things that I've been, I've, I've been, I have, you know, yes, I pray and whatnot, and I believe and whatnot. But most of the things that I have had through, you know, I've been going through is because of family, honestly. And hey, maybe, you know, God was being there to protect them and for them to, for them to help me out. However, I cannot, uh, base my whole life or, or my religious principles in just one line or just one quote. It's just not reasonable or not you know, it's not. It doesn't fit in common sense, right? No, I understand that, but I just think like when people put stuff like that is, like I said, I, I think it's just to save some ink. Because obviously, if you're gonna put some shit on your forearm, you're not gonna be able to put the whole. I mean, well, check this out. If you're gonna put that Philippians, like I said, I'm sorry to all the people that I'm offending because I can't remember the exact one. Right. I don't know it's in the back of the shirt that I, the tank top that I usually wear. Um, it says, "I can do all things through Christ who who strengthens me," right? You're not going to fit that all on your bicep, especially if you're a small-ass little girl. But if you're, <laughs> if you're so devoted to the, to the religion in order to uh, tattoo something in your arm or whatever you're in your forehead, uh, first of all, it's, that's against, against religion. If you're, uh, I think there's somewhere there that you shouldn't alter your body or whatnot. The body is the temple of God, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you shouldn't alter. You shouldn't have piercings, tattoos, and whatnot. So you, that, you're, already, you're already a sinner already. By tattooing a, a, a verse from the Bible right there. Actually, I don't send a if, lot. You, if, if, if you are if you are so devoted to your religion, if you're so devoted, so what are you thinking about? Just saving space because of whatnot, you know. And I'm 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 being here the asshole right now. I'm you're being the asshole because you got a tattoo too, motherfucker. I, no, <laughs> and, and I have a tattoo. I have, I have a tattoo. Oh, you know what? I have a tattoo of one of the capital sins, which is pride. Okay. I, I have tattooed, well, not, not, not only a fucking tattoo. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, my, one of my things, philosophies of life is fucking pride. And everybody really, really knows me, knows that I'm fucking prideful <laughs> as fuck, which I'm working on it. That's why I have it close to my heart. But, and it's red, like people can see it, like, oh, fucking superbia. Uh, so I know this, but I'm not saying that, you know, I'm mo- the most, you know, uh, faithful or um religious person i mean i do believe in god and i'm in and i understand that however i i, I find it a little bit of a hypocritical you know when people like like come on now and and i see people who has those tattoos or those quotes everywhere in the whatever and i i see i see their sins i see their yeah sins. but dude check it out we're all hypocrites Oh, yeah, we are, I, when, when people call some i mean when i use that word it's to reference somebody that's overdoing it but I know damn well. I'm a hypocrite. Shit, everybody's a hypocrite. There's, if you're a sinner, you are a hypocrite because at some point in your life, you'll judge somebody else. We all judge. You know what I'm saying? And if you're judging somebody else, you're not taking your eyes, you're not looking at yourself and be like, you know what? I do some fucked up shit. Why am I even bothering judging this person? We all do it. We all do it. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, the thing is, it, the, it, if somebody wants to write a, a quote, it's, it's no different than, than you liking a quote and putting it on Facebook. You know, and saying, okay, you know, this, I love this quote, you know, but then you go around doing something else that, that might contradict it later on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You can love a quote, but that doesn't mean that, that you're going to follow it throughout your life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, jeez. But, but I mean, it, 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 you know what? 
when it comes to like uh, religious, um, this is the thing. Religious is so it's banned to talk in many places, like work <laughs> and barbershops and whatnot. And it's because religion is it, it, it can get heated because it's so sensitive and it has like thin lines uh, to part from. And I guess that the tattoo one is pretty good because yes, you might not you might not be. Uh, Completely, you know, into the religion or completely into the into the philosophy of uh, of that quote, you just like part of it. Yet, you are tattooing a, a religious quote on your body or having it somewhere in your house, and or a fucking coffee mug like I have. Yet, I don't believe in that, or I don't believe hundred percent in that. Right? You know what I'm saying? So. Yes, we're hypocrites, we're sinners, and whatnot. And that's why you know what Jesus Christ, you know, died on the cross for us. Uh, if you're Christian, right? Um, but still, you know, there's there's some like loopholes there that like no, but why? You know, you're taking you're taking this way too deep, man. Like you, we, we're supposed to be a dirty painting keeper and light hearted. That's, we're that's me. Like, we're sounding like the fucking Christian radio channel right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I know people. We, we, I know I know you you listeners out there. Uh, you will you will get into this because it is it's something true. You know we all we all make mistakes. We are all sinners, or we are fucked up in their hearts, or whatever we do in life. And you, I know you have something to bring to the table on this topic because we have the family, friends, or ourselves that you know that we fucked up in many in many ways. And you know we have these rules and these like commandments, and I have right now pull up the Islam commandments. Which they're fucking interesting right now. And I'm going to jump in here and say the third commandment of the Islam. And Islam folks out there, let me know if I'm getting this wrong, but this is what is in the web, so forgive me. It says, third commandment, kill not your children because of poverty. And I quote, the Asian Arabs will kill their children out of fear of poverty. But, who will kill their own children who are so susceptible susceptible sorry and vulnerable in an age of civilization so what the fuck man if you're a man or woman enough to bring a children to you know to to this world you should be able either to do something about it yeah that that's that's the religion that that's the what is saying the religion yeah yeah and that goes against a lot of uh the, not against, but impaired to the Christian uh, religion with abortion. If you know you don't have the means, I mean, people sometimes, if they know they don't have the means, they will abort the kid right, right. Or, the, or, or the children, <clears throat> whatever. Um, but you, the religion says that you shouldn't. And you know what? What the fuck, man? Like, but, but it doesn't. I mean, I mean, okay, so over there you're saying that in the Islam it says you're not going to kill... Children that are in poverty, right? No, they says kill not your children because of poverty. So it means that yeah. uh, if they're saying that if people were poor in, in the ancient times, they will kill their children because they cannot feed them. They cannot like. That says kill not your children. Exactly. That they they made the commandment because people were doing that. Okay. So, you know where this is going, right? Yeah, but it's is the exact opposite. Because, I mean. Because in the in the Christian commandment says "Thou shalt not kill," which I think covers just about all the fucking possibilities yeah. of killing. So <laughs> just go kill, period. The masturbate. But, but you got people that claim they're Christians. They they bore all the time, man. You know, I think it, it's something that it's it's really hard to judge. I, I you know, like I can't necessarily say that I, I disagree a hundred percent with abortion. No, and I don't say that I, I, I agree I, with I, abortion, I, I, but I, I can I cannot sit here and say that I disagree with it. And and the thing is, there there was a thing in a movie one time that I saw. I don't remember which movie it was, but this this girl put this shit on point. It was a line that she said, and they were going in the train. This guy was trying to save her. Mm-hmm. They're going in the train, and they're like in some futuristic. This is some sci-fi movie. Okay. And they're going in the train, and she sees that there's these like huge tigers that were supposed to be extinct that are being locked up in these cages and they're being sold and they're like roaring and stuff Mm -hmm. and he's like aren't those extinct and then the guy tells her like those are cloned you know those are like man-made like they're genetically uh made Mm 
Okay. You know, by man. And he's like, so they're not real tigers. That's what the guy was saying. But then the girl says, but if they're made by man, isn't that God's will? Isn't it God's will? Whatever man makes, isn't it God's will? Because if a man makes it, then and God allowed it to, for them so to make it. So you're telling me that war is God's will? Yeah. Yeah. You, know you think that U.S., that is one of the most uh, Christian uh, countries in the world, not saying Catholic, but Christian, you think that is God's will to bombard, to, to throw bombs in Syria and kill 72 civilians in one day? Yeah. God, that God's will. Yeah. People get shot every day, and then what do they say? God, God took an angel too early, right? They're obviously admitting that that's God's will, right? But no, if, but you, if you, get but shot, you think, but you, you think, for example, if somebody walks through that door right now and puts a fucking bullet in my head, you think is that God's will? God's will. <laughs> Fuck that, man. <laughs> Fuck no. We don't know the answers to why if, why we want to get If somebody were to not be here anymore, if somebody were to walk through that door and pull a bullet in your head, that was just fucked up, man. That that's not kind of be God's will. Maybe that fucking Satan's will, but it's not God's will. How's God? Okay, well, if in the same world, then as soon as you die, then you must be going to hell. I know I'm going to hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if someone walked in here right now and shot you, and then you went to hell, then maybe it is Satan's world. But if you get shot and you go to, and you go to heaven, you know, then wouldn't that be God's will? <laughs> if he got you there? It's not? Uh, dying like that, though. <laughs> dying like that, you know, in front of you, or, 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 or if you are a listener, and, 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 and so I go, you know, to, to harsh and the shit. Okay, so let me, let me ask you this. You, you you think that you think that that if God really didn't want Jesus Christ to die, he would have just he wouldn't have done anything. Man, I I, ju- I just put myself in the position of being a father. No, I'm asking you. I'm, he got crucified, dude. He got he got one of the worst killings ever. You don't think that yeah. was God's will? Historically, no. I I, I don't I don't, I cannot. You don't think that was God's will? It doesn't. It does. It doesn't fit my in my in my reason reasonable thinking as a, as as a reasonable person that God gave me a fucking brain to think and to analyze everything and I've been analyzing it. and I was in a fucking group of you know Catholic kids and I was in church and through all my my youth uh, and I still believe in God and I consider myself a Catholic and I have a rosary and and I you know sometimes I pray even though I don't pray that much I do pray I don't go to church uh, I have some issues but it doesn't as a father it doesn't fit that you will kill your son f- for anything. Yep, there is, because there's an afterlife. There's an afterlife. That's the thing. You're, you're looking at it as just a, a flesh, uh, you know, in, in the flesh type thing. You, that's all you're looking at it. You're not looking at it as in the bigger picture. And, and, that, and, and, that's, that's, and that's when faith comes into play. <clears throat> and that's, you know, faith has a, has, has a big part. It's like, it's like 80% of religion. It's about faith because Buddha doesn't know, didn't know, and who knows he's living right now that it was an afterlife, uh, like a, he was going to be reincarnated in somebody else. Right. You and I believe that when we go to, when we die, we're going to go to heaven or hell, and we're going to meet with people that we we knew in in the, in the life we had in Earth. But we're not hundred percent about it. We do believe in that, and we are like we hold on to that faith, and that's something that we feel our hearts and our souls to believe in something but when there's no there's no nothing proven about it On, only the scriptures from the bible that said that you know god returned i mean jesus christ returned on the third day and then you know the apostles like saw him and whatnot and all that however it's questionable i'm not saying i'm not saying that i don't believe <laughs> But it, it is questionable. <laughs> you're, you're dismantling your your beliefs right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm being. I'm being. I'm being honest. And I. I don't, this is the thing that I'm not being hypocritical. And I, you know, I, I talk to God all the time. You know what? If there's something out there, you you gotta give me something. I'm. I'm like that. I'm like that asshole. <laughs> I didn't believe. I need to fucking touch your fucking oh, wounds. To fucking believe. Oh, bro. And this is me. And you know what? And, and I mean, and that's what I, I still do believe, but still, the reasonable human thinking, the scientific thinking, we, and, and, and I can, I have an, a very open mind. And everybody that knows me, like, well, can, knows this. Yes, I have a lot of fucked up things in my head. However, I can, like, you know, understand the religious point of it, and I can understand 
the middle point, and of course, the scientific portion, that is when you die, you die, and that's it, and your brain stops thinking, it sucks functioning, and that's it, and you're done. Yeah. So, right. I mean, what, what, there's no point of fearing death then, because either two or things are going to happen. Either you're going to see an afterlife or you, nothing's going to happen. Or, <laughs> you're going to see, you're going to be a fucking ghost and you're going to, the paranormal shit, you know, you're going to sit on the fucking earth and you're going to see your loved ones, yeah. you know. By the way, it's an afterlife. Uh, sort of. There's an afterlife. If you're a ghost, there's, that's still the afterlife. You're not, you're yeah. not alive though. You're dead. It's the afterlife. Afterlife. That's what it's called. After your life. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I, I, we'll, wrap it, we'll just wrap it up with one last thing about the karma. Uh, I just wanted to go back, touch it. There was a story that, that my, me and my ex, uh, me and my girl, um, what? <laughs> so me and my ex, uh, <laughs> like, my girl, was she that deep? I don't think so. No, no, no. no me and my girl were, uh, talking about the other day about, um, it has to do with the karma thing. It explains, you know, how a person could re, re ah, a person could be reborn and it would determine their status for their next life. That's what karma explains. Um, but the funny thing was that when we were <laughs> when we were talking about it, she said, "Well, what if when you died, you could you could choose your next life, right? Like you could after your life, you can like physically choose to be rich and powerful. You can be choose to be poor." And I told her, "I'm like, well, see, now you're just trying to you're just trying to get an advantage here. Yeah. If ever if, if everybody could choose their next life, and is this everybody would choose true. to be rich? Hell yeah! Who the fuck would be choose to be poor, piss broke, or a cockroach? Who who the fuck would want to choose to be a cockroach, right? <laughs> so then, so then she said, well, what if? And I'm like, and I was like, not only that, you wouldn't remember what you chose once you were born. True so man. you would have no recollection of what you chose. So like, okay." Well, what if what if you could remember? What if what if you you could at least because basically she's like what what if you could at least remember every time you died what what you chose last right? No, that's, that was like no no no. I'm cheating the game. Yeah, I was like cheating the game. I'm like I I try to put it to you. I mean, going off of your philosophy, theory here, I try to put something more <laughs> more realistic for you. What if you <laughs> what if you fucking died? And God and Jesus was sitting there waiting for you, <laughs> right? And he was like, oh, you're back again so soon already, huh? And you're thinking like, what the fuck? And he had to explain to you what happened in, in the past. Like, you don't remember. You have no recollection. He just has to explain <laughs> to you all over again what you chose last time. And, and then he's like, come on, dude. I've been, I've been through this like 30 fucking times already, right? Well, who knows? <laughs> you know, but check this out. I'm not done yet. So then he has like a whole bunch of portraits of like different lives, right? And, and you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna give you a choice. Pick, pick what you want. And you're thinking, well, I'm gonna be rich and powerful. And then all of a sudden he tells you, okay, let me see if there's any availabilities. And you're thinking, what? So then he goes over here, like, oh, it's fucking full right now. Why, what? what if? You're fucking full right now. You have to check. In the next life, or here in the next fucking three years, when the next person no, dies. But what if he says, like, you know what? You were, in your past life, you were in poor, but you were a fucking dickhead asshole that fucked up his humanity at fucking Donald Trump right now. <laughs> so, no, I'm not giving you that, that shit right now again. No, 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 but assuming, assuming based off her theory that you get to pick your life, right? Yeah. And Jesus is just there to basically help you all along the way, try to make the right decision, right? <laughs> Now, you're trying to be rich and powerful, but it's fucking full. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're thinking like, okay, maybe wait three years. And you're thinking, okay, well, um, let me just have a middle class life. And then he tells you, well, it's fucking full. And then you're thinking, what did I have the next life? Well, you were middle class. Well, shit, I got to pick less than that? And he's like, basically, yeah. that's all that we that's have what, available. That's what you got. So then... I'm thinking if I'm that guy and fucking being rich and powerful is full and being in the middle class is full, I'm going to be like, can I be the aborted baby that gets aborted in the next year so I can redo this shit all over again? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, I went there. But I would. I would tell him that. I'm like, can I we just do this a year from can now? Can I restart? Can I redo it now? I just get me scared and I just redo this. Hold it. That's fucked up. <laughs> no. Hey, but hey, according to her theory, if this were true, this would explain why people die like that. Somebody has to die if you want to get in the next line. So you know, and, according, and according to this conversation, that's why we call the dirty pigeons. Yeah. So if you feel so, offended, then go fuck too yourself. Too fucking bad. 
Well, that, that's all we got today. <laughs> I think we've already passed the hour. Um, thank you so much again for listening to us. Uh, give us your thoughts about what you think would happen if you fucking died. And uh, give us your thoughts about... About the tip! About the damn the tip! tip. Do you like the big tips or you oh, better yeah. have no tips? You better have no tip in your in your pocket, in your back pocket. <laughs> uh, that's all we got today. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I know uh, it's been a fucking hell of a week and hell of a month, but uh, Omaha, thank you for the love. People around the world in Puerto Rico, thank you for the love. And always remember to stay dirty. Woo! Thanks for tuning in to the Dirty Pigeon Podcast. Stay dirty, my fellow pigeons.